Parshas Tetzav has got seven mitzvahs. Mitzvah number 100. The mitzvah not to remove the choshen from the ephod. The choshen is attached to the ephod using a string of tchilis, and it needs to be remaining attached. You cannot disconnect them. Now, the mitzvah kind of quotes from the Rambam that actually you could disconnect them if it was for fixing them or something like that. It's only a problem if you disconnect them according to the Rambam in a, in a destructive manner. However, the Menchus Chinuch says he found in the Sefer Chinuch a different qualification, that is, that you are only obligated in this command if you remove the Choshen from the Ephod at the time of the service of the Kohen Gadol. But if you remove it at some other time, you're not obligated according to the Sefer Chinuch. But the Menchus Chinuch says he thinks he doesn't find this anywhere in the Gemara, he doesn't find it in the Rambam, he doesn't think that that's correct at all. Now, the Menchus Chinuch takes it so far to say that you're, that you're high for removing the Choshen from the Ephod, <laughs> You know, at all times, even when you're not doing the service, that he says, maybe even let's say you had a choshen and an aphod that were, um, you know, they were, became possible in some way, they're no longer f- usable for the avoda. So he says, even in that case, he thinks it's possible that you have a, an, a, and, and let's say that you even need to do a geniza on them, you need to bury them. You still apparently, according to Menschen, can violate this command if you disconnect them. Now, I'm not sure if he means even like when they're not on the Kohen's body. I don't know how the Kohen would ever take them off if, if that's true. But it sounds like he's, he's saying even when they're puzzled, at least, you cannot, you cannot disconnect them. But he says, you know, maybe at that point, if they're puzzled, they don't even count for the avoda. Then maybe then you could you could disconnect them. And again, this is all talking about disconnecting, not for the sake of fixing. But he says, Lomatzati Raya it's a chalila for me to give a kula on an iser lav if I don't even have any you know, proof to figure out if this is allowed or not. That's like kind of a funny language. So I have here in the Sefer Mishnas Avram, a new Sefer that came out from um, a rough based in from Toronto. I got it from Binyamin Brah. He points out that this is kind of a strange language. Like, why is he saying... <laughs> Khalila to be makil on an iser deraisa. This is not an iser that anybody can commit. I mean, we don't have a chosha, we don't have an ephod. So he leaves that kind of as a tsarchin on the minchas chinach. I think that this has to do with the minchas chinach general approach to a lot of these mitzvahs, like about the Torah, about the temple service and stuff. Like, even if they don't apply, they exist as uh, a priori and, you know, emistic realities that he still feels bad giving a kula on a mitzvah that has no application to us. Pretty interesting. Have a good one.